Hello, welcome back to Success Hangout. This is Sean David Onamusi. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Um, and as the feedback has been coming in for the last episodes, and I really love it, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I do also want to apologize. I'm not sure I apologized the last episode. I apologize that the sound for the episode with Diddy and her son, uh, Jaden, wasn't very clear when I was having a conversation with Jaden. But Jaden was able to mention his ideas around improving your reading. And one of the things that he said that stood out for me was that reading helps to improve your vocabulary. And this is a nine-year-old boy that is reasoning on that front, right? He's not saying, oh, I'm reading to just keep myself from being bored or anything you know he's like actually i want to have better use of vocabulary (laughs) you know and i was like wow such a bright boy so i really apologize i might try and get him back at some point uh but i do apologize now as i always say this uh podcast is my um moment to get you to eavesdrop on some of these conversations i have with great individuals whether it's talking about finance uh, building your finance or building your relationship or you know getting your first house these are the sort of conversations i I have on a regular basis with my friends um and i thought you know what let's get you the opportunity to eavesdrop so today you're going to be eavesdropping on another conversation um with a very dear friend of mine called godman he's going to introduce introduce himself in a second but i met godman godman in 2009 in Abuja, Nigeria at the time we went to serve and its service is like a paramilitary thing, NYSC. You know, for those Nigerians that are listening, you can hear that. You know, you get me. <laughs> so um, during, the, pod, uh, during uh, the, the service, we met at the Central Bank of Nigeria. And one of the things that attracted me to him was his intelligence, his ability to really look at the numbers, his, his details of the numbers. And he just thinks... This guy is an economist genius. I'm telling you, like, I was like, this guy is so smart. I want to be like him when I grow up. So <laughs> I'm glad I have him. So uh, let me allow Godman to introduce introduce himself. So Godman, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Sean. It's good to see you. It's been a while. I think last time we met was your birthday, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's good to reconnect. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you. And, um, and thanks for coming. Yeah, great to have you. It's, this is great. I think this is the... We have we, we, every time we meet, we always have a great conversation, mm-hmm. and I think um, it's great that we share it with other people. Mm-hmm. We inspire with people, and we get that knowledge transfer going. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I'll just say, yep, my name is Godman. Um, I wear different hats, like Sean. Uh, we met years ago. Uh, by profession, I'm a banker, um, so I work for the, for other banks. I've done that historically, uh, but I also uh, run a number of different businesses. Um, and, and more recently, I've worked on uh, kind of personal finance and financial education um, because I've, I've realized through um, just kind of my personal surroundings and environment, um, over the last 10 years, I've been helping people with uh, understanding how money works mm. uh, on a personal basis, how to manage their money, how to manage debt, um, how to improve their credit score, how to buy a house and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so this year, 2020, it's like a a new 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 level new mm. wave um so we're doing that under a new umbrella called gold pennies okay um so we've started a few events you were mm-hmm. there yeah um, yeah some yeah. really mm-hmm. good feedback uh, mm-hmm. about yours as well mm-hmm. um so 
you know, it's about empowering people through knowledge yeah. um, about how to manage your money. I like that. And, you know, yeah. I, at that event, one of the things that stood out for me was, uh, like I said, the practical nature of stuff. You know, they were, you were not theoretic in nature. You were right. practical, you yeah. know. Um, one of the speakers stood out for me, Ayo. I'm yeah. hoping I'll, I'll get him on this yeah. podcast soon as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was like, you know what, I made half a million pounds, but... Yeah. in profit mm. but this is what I did yeah. so these are the legal actions I took yeah. these are the commercial tactics yeah. I did yeah. these that's are the sales this structured the deal. Yeah. yeah it was like exactly. I structured the deal yeah. like this so it didn't just happen key takeaways yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah, sometimes you go to these events and somebody's like oh I made half yeah. a million pounds and that's all you that's hear that's all you get yeah. yeah exactly you know so I really like that and your yeah. session as well yeah. you, and these are some things we're going to talk about so maybe yeah. it's a good lead to you know also talking yeah but i loved your session where you talked about debt mm. what's your point of view on debt i read something last year that talked about how um i think it was 40 percent or something like that of the yeah. population in the uk right. is currently you know debt burdened or you know higher. you know yeah. or higher you yeah, know yeah. and i'm like wow that number that's ridiculous and what's worse about that data is that people are now borrowing for basic things yeah you know, groceries. So right. that's telling yeah. you that there's something wrong here. It's yes. not just the normal, you know, some people say, but everybody owes, countries owe, yeah. owe you know. Yeah. But when you're starting to borrow for bare necessities, yeah. there's a major debt problem. So right. what are you, what's your point of view on debt, first of all? Sure. Um, and if somebody is in debt, what should they be doing? Sure. I mean, I'll just start with the background. So we started this series in January 2020, which is last month. Um, it's a it's a free pass series um, on one empowering people. So this is a gold pennies uh, startup that we have, empowering people through knowledge um, mm -hmm. with managing their own money, and we call that the Money Penny series. Right? Mm -hmm. um, if you understand how pennies work, you make the pounds, you mm -hmm. keep the pounds. Um, so we talk about I the like penny that. penny principles. Mm -hmm. That's the series. Like but that. we also wanted to help people um, understand how they can also make money, so wealth creation. Mm. Um, so that was the second part of the event. That's where we got entrepreneurs like yourself, we got Ayo on the property mm. front, we brought um, 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 another chap mm -hmm. who's um, CEO of Future Space Technologies and mm -hmm. he's doing amazing things with yeah. Google in the ad mm -hmm. tech space. Yeah. So the idea was to, to show people that you can also do things outside your job. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can have multiple sources of income, you mm. can have a side hustle, you can have a business, and it's not that hard. There are different things you can do start with something you have affinity in so we're running this series and it's going viral i mean we've had amazing feedback we're creating new partnerships um with corporates as well who want mm. to work with us i can't mention right now um but essentially the part i worked on was on principles uh, penny principles mm. and uh specifically on debt mm. um it's the key part because we're known as the debt nation mm. um more than any other country in the world we're mm. the highest indebted um, just as the a lot UK. Of the UK, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, but it's, a, it's, it's also a global trend. The US mm. also uh, has it. So, this, so that was per capita. Mm. The US overall has the highest debt mm. um, based on how they run the economy. Mm. But at the personal level, yeah. we've also. And I borrowed. think Nigeria is about to get there as well with Buhari's yeah, borrowing. But let's not go there. <laughs> let's, <laughs> not go there. <laughs> let's not go there, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but the point is, we've um, 
the UK and, mm. and other Western countries, um, we've had the last 30, 40 years mm. of borrowing, mm. right? When we left the gold standard, mm -hmm. we had to start borrowing money to, f mm. to, to, to finance our budgets. Mm. And it was all about running deficits. So mm. the current account as a country, our, the country's own current account, just like you have a current account, was always in deficit. Mm. Um, and for um, a lot of people, they were not well positioned mm. uh, for that. So access to capital was very easy. Mm. Um, so people could borrow and, and over leverage. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, people had no means of paying that money back. Mm. So we've looked at that because it's now impacted typically every demographic mm -hmm. in the country. Yeah. Typically it was middle-aged people. Yeah. Now it's actually younger people that are yeah. hit worse. Mm. And the startup we're, we're on, targets millennials, it yeah. targets young so people. So let, let, let me take you a step back for yeah. a second and ask you uh, a question. Mm. Is it the debt-riddenness or, you know, the state of the, you know, debt status of yeah. the country that has made it difficult for, you know, for people to access finance? Is, is, is there a correlation between both? You know, if somebody's listening mm. now and thinking, you know, well, yes, I've tried to get to a bank, I've tried mm. to get access to finance somehow, some way. Yeah. Is it because generally, mm. you know, there's just a lot of debt burden, so therefore money's just not flowing? <laughs> you know how yeah. we say. I mean, we're we're still rec we're just recovering from that financial crisis, right? That happened ten years ago, um, and what you had was that credit crunch, the classic mm. credit crunch. That meant credit crunch means the banks are not lending to each other. Mm. That's what it means. And so everyone, mm -hmm. if you're borrowing money, you're borrowing from a bank, mm. but the banks were not lending. And if they were lending, it mm. was a higher interest rate that they were True. lending True. at. So a lot of people did that. Um, and not, you know, when they borrowed the money, it was not particularly for investments or even savings or anything mm. like that. It was for just household spending, mm. um, frivolous spending, disposable mm. income kind of spending. Um, and so that money hasn't generated any return back. Mm. And the interest has occurred, right? Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. And P and and the the UK, um, just kind of history was one of those few countries. I think two countries historically that had no cap on interest rates, so you could potentially have uh, unlimited interest in payback. Mm. So people would have the first round of debt they would take out loan mm -hmm. in the form of a personal loan. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't be able to pay it back and then the, the they call their bank and the mm -hmm. bank restructures the loan mm -hmm. and gives them even more money mm -hmm. what looks like a lower rate mm -hmm. of interest initially mm -hmm. but over a longer period of time it's even more debt and mm. more interest um so we've covered this series coming back to the point mm. specifically to help people understand um what the matter is, what, mm -hmm. how it is, and how you can manage that. Yeah. So I like that because that what you've just said is, even though I asked you a simple question and you went into technical detail yeah. a little bit there, uh, but it, it shows that you want people to understand the history because yes. if you don't understand the history, you will repeat your, you know, the whole thing. So for example, uh, I will get a, an ATK job, yeah. right? And I will get excited. And I'm like, yes, mm. I've got an 80k mm. job or 150,000 pounds a year right. job. And I'm like, yes, I've made it out mm. of, you know, everybody else. But the cycle remains the same because it's the same thing. While somebody else is getting debts in uh, hundreds, you're getting debts in hundreds of thousands. Right. So at the end of the day, you're both not wealthy. Mm. So you are in what they will call that 
soft spots middle class <laughs> you know where you're always yes. just enough you're right. three paychecks away yes. from getting broke That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, you're actually, just one phone call away actually i don't know if this is true but mm. they've said j-o-b mm. means just over broke imagine that so that's that's yeah. the term but i don't know if it's actually yeah, true yeah, what that means yeah. but that's what well, people said. is job just over broke if yeah. you are not applying some of these gold principles, pennies, principles you're talking about because so, i can i can imagine we're going to lead to something yeah. which is how do you then do that how do you mm. uh, go from okay we understand i'm in debt yeah we understand debt is terrible right even i have hypertension about it you yeah. know my heart's yeah. always racing but i gotta do what i've got to do yeah. you know i've got to get that credit card for my groceries so yeah. i've got to do it so i understand the basics sure. the history of debt yeah. now how do i build well cool. what's the first step let's be practical mm-hmm. so First is you need to understand how debt works. Mm-hmm. There are two types of lending. So when you borrow money from the bank, a loan, personal loan, oh or yes, credit I like card, this. I like this. There are two mm-hmm. types. So mm-hmm. there's what is referred to as secured lending, mm-hmm. secured borrowing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then there's something referred to as unsecured borrowing. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So the secured debt is, mm-hmm. for example, um, a mortgage on a house. Mm-hmm. Okay. You took you took out a mortgage for hundred thousand mm-hmm. pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, um, to to buy a house, mm-hmm. right? So you're paying that back generally. Mm-hmm. Now, if someone defaults on the mortgage, mm-hmm. the bank can take the property back. Mm-hmm. So there's lower risk for the bank, mm-hmm. right? They have something that's secured against mm-hmm. the product they've given. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing you need to understand. The, the second part is unsecured debt. Unsecured mm-hmm. debt is basically things like credit cards mm-hmm. um, uh, and, and personal loans. It's not secured against anything, okay. up, to, up to typically up to 25,000 pounds. Uh, and so that means if someone defaults in the credit card and says, ah, I can't pay it back, mm-hmm. the bank has no other way of getting the money back. Okay. So typically, the interest rates on unsecured debt is higher. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the first lesson. Okay. okay. That's the first one. The second thing. So is, does that mean I'm better off using secured borrowing than unsecured borrowing? It depends um, because you could, uh, you could say it depends how much. If, okay. if Typically, if it's a lot more money. Um, you you may say okay so let, let's say yeah. for example i have an idea right and right. i need twenty five thousand pounds yeah right yeah i'm just enough to hit the unsecured right yeah. uh and i want to stop my idea yeah you know i've gone to grants and mm. all that stuff and i just need that yeah. now i have a house right yeah and equity on that house at the moment meaning that you know if you take away how much i yeah. paid yeah. and yeah. how much you know the value is worth mm. the difference in terms of equity yeah i can take that so i say i have a 15k yeah equity right am i better off taking unsecured loan on 25k mm. or you know sort of dumbing down my plan yeah. and just going for a you know, a 10K loan against my property, yeah. which is a secured loan. No, no, no doubt, unsecured would be better for you if mm. you're borrowing the money, mm. right? Because you don't want to secure it against your property. Mm. Right? If you can't pay it back, the bank will take the property back, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you're much better off taking the unsecured. Um, but like I said, it depends on how much and the product. But in that scenario you just gave, you'd be much better off taking the unsecured because mm. if you can't pay the money back, God forbid, you don't have anything to uh, give in exchange mm, yeah. uh, okay. to the bank. So is, is so that where this priority debt and non-priority debt comes in? That's, that's the second. Okay. So the, the first lesson was that you need to understand the difference between secured debt mm-hmm. and secured debt, unsecured and secured mm-hmm. debt. 
and why higher interest rates are applied to things like credit cards. Mm -hmm. You see it's at 18%. Mm -hmm. When you see a mortgage, it's typically 2%, 3% because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it's secured against property. That's the first lesson. The second lesson I want to take you through is what they refer to as priority debts mm. uh, and non-priority debts. So typically that could be anything like a court fine. Uh, it could be anything like a council tax or TV license. Yeah. Uh, this is specific to the UK. To the UK, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, or or in, in some in the US it might have different terms alimony or something like that mm -hmm. um, so that would include basically taxes uh, mm -hmm. mortgage those are priority debts mm -hmm. the difference is that is if a person is unable to pay it back mm -hmm. which is a growing trend in the UK mm -hmm. there are more defaults the uh, lender mm -hmm. has rights to call in bailiff mm -hmm. right to reclaim that money so they can turn up at your house for century take stuff Mm -hmm. uh, to recoup it and normally what they do is they'll, the 500 pound TV you bought mm -hmm. they'll sell it for 200 mm -hmm. right at auction mm -hmm. so they will take even more than the actual value mm -hmm. the, the face value of what you owe mm -hmm. so what we say the second lesson is priority debts mean exactly that prioritize those debts mm -hmm. ahead of non priority debts okay. so what are non priority debts yep. so they're basically things like overdrafts okay, okay. Um, personal loans like mm -hmm. I mentioned mm -hmm. bank loans money mm -hmm. from friends mm -hmm. and family mm -hmm. so don't take that for granted guys mm -hmm. um, credit cards and things like that that's wow. the second priority okay, okay? so okay. if you had the two if you had if you said to me Godman I've got a court fine I've got a council tax I can't pay mm -hmm. but I also have an overdraft and a personal loan I'll say you need to pay back the court fine first mm -hmm. You need to pay back the council tax first mm -hmm. before you even look at the non-priority. Before you, yeah, the personal okay. loan. Or okay. The, the okay. So that's the second lesson. Okay, yeah. that's the second lesson. I don't want you to give all of you away because yeah. I want them to come down to you know <laughs> go pennies or at least sure, follow sure. you. Yeah. Um, so let me let me ask one other you know sort of question as we start to wrap up. Right? Is how does credit rating come into this sure. how do you then okay yes i understand the debt i understand you know the sort of you know non-priority and yep. you know priority debts and secured versus unsecured mm. i kind of get that now how do i get that credit rating i'm right. a fresh guy yep. you know graduate i've just got my 25k job yep. How do I build my credit? Or I am 80K at the moment and I check my credit rating yeah. um, after someone kept begging me to do it after two years <laughs> and I eventually checked it and yeah. then I found out that I'm actually on um, fair. Right. So how do I move from fair to good to... Uh, is there an excellent? Is there, an, yes. is there a superior? What, what yeah. exactly is Well, it? in the UK, right, there are three uh, credit agencies, right? Mm -hmm. Experian and a few others um, and basically what they do is they use data about you mm -hmm. looking at your pattern your behavior and all this and they aggregate that to create a score that score can be anything from poor being the worst mm -hmm. saying you're not you know worthy credit worthy, worthy mm -hmm. to being excellent so that gives merchants companies mm -hmm. retailers um, banks mm -hmm. any lender out there an indication of how predictable you are so the best tip you can always have when it comes to credit scores is behavior, mm. pattern, be predictable, right? <laughs> I like that. Be predictable. Yeah. And I, so the, this is the, the analogy, time where you tell people, you know, yeah. don't think outside the box. Don't, yeah, yeah, just, don't just be, stay in that box. Be, yeah, yeah, be predictable. Follow yeah. the principles. Mm -hmm. And the principle is to be, be uh, predictable. And that means if you had a million, if you earned a million pounds last month, 
but then the next month you're earning five five thousand pounds you're unpredictable so even though you're a millionaire your credit score could be quite poor i like that but if you're earning two thousand no, say that again say that again because it's hard to right. believe that yeah. i'm a millionaire and my credit rate's gonna be poor can yeah. i buy anything no so what 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 i was saying was that if you were earning a million pounds okay last month and this month you earn five thousand and the next month you earn half a million then the next month you earn one thousand they would say you're unpredictable so your score would be low wow right would be tilting towards that way you're unpredictable we mm. can't this is too risky mm. so we can't lend money to you mm-hmm, you're not mm-hmm. credit worthy in that sense mm. but if you are earning two thousand pounds every month every month you're predictable and so they can build a profile around you and say this is how we think this guy's good so you can be a fantastic. millionaire and still yeah, be poor absolutely so it's all about <laughs> because how, according to the system yes, you're poor yes poor credit rating yeah. means you're poor yeah. so yeah well risky. technically it means you're risky yeah it means yeah, you're risky. yeah. so yeah. technically yeah. you've been given poor, poor right yeah so right i'm rich but i'm poor yeah, yeah. So, so i can be rich yeah and i'm still poor yeah so they <laughs> basically it could be poor or fair right so there's mm-hmm. poor fair good excellent mm-hmm. and where everyone wants to be is excellent how can you do that right let's look at that so if you want to be excellent have a predictable behavior pattern mm. right how much you're earning how much you borrow and the thing about the data they accumulate about you they hold for six years it rolls every six years mm. so any default someone had five years ago is still on the system okay and there are ways to manage that come to our event go to our website go pennies um, I like find that us on Instagram. I like that yeah, We have to do go it. Go on, go on. Um, mm-hmm. and, and basically, we have different tutorials. Most of it's free. Mm. We, we do the, the thing about managing money and debt. Mm-hmm. That's typically free, mm-hmm. unless you're corporate, mm-hmm. uh, in which case we charge for that. But okay. we provide that free, right? So, this information I'm giving to you, you need to be aware of any um, defaults you've had, any county mm-hmm. court judgments, CCJs, mm-hmm. that you've had um, on your history. They, on, they last there for six months, mm-hmm. uh, six years, sorry. Okay, so that's one thing you need to be aware of. You need to make sure you're registered on the electoral roll mm-hmm. because the way they created um, the credit score in the UK is tied to the electoral roll. The electoral roll is um, the voters' information mm-hmm. um, in the UK, mm-hmm. and that's tied to a permanent address, mm-hmm. right? So if you're not on the electoral roll, you automatically, by default, have a poor credit score. Get yourself registered on the electoral roll, mm-hmm. okay? Preferably, and people don't know this, get it in a house a permanent address where there's a good score so if someone's previously defaulted at that address it also has baggage on your on your part people don't know that people don't know i didn't know that yeah okay so next time i'm about to rent a house i'm like have they paid (laughs) (laughs) are they owing (laughs) exactly so that's the second thing the third one is to be aware of how much you've borrowed Mm. so what they refer to as high usage let me give you an example so how do i restrict how, how do i make sure i don't have a high usage yes so this is i'll use one example i used um if you borrowed uh three thousand pounds three thousand mm-hmm. pounds but on the credit card and you used two thousand eight hundred you've used most of it right there's mm-hmm. only 200 pounds left mm-hmm. so on the credit score it will say that you've used you know um, 80%. 80%, 90%, mm-hmm. it probably mm-hmm. in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. 95%. Mm-hmm. You're high risk. Even though it's £3,000, not a lot of money, okay? But if you had a balance of, say, on your mm-hmm. credit card, £10,000, £10,000, but you borrowed 5000 you've used the 5000 already, mm-hmm. your usage is 50%. Mm-hmm. It's fair. 
Yeah. It's average. Okay. So you've borrowed more money, but mm -hmm. it's average. Yeah. So the usage, it's not the amount that matters in most cases, it's the usage. I like that. Think so, of how much so you've used. So regardless of how much you own on that credit card, whether yeah. it's 600 pounds or yeah. whether it's 20,000 pounds, yeah. make sure you're aware of the usage because yes. the more you use, yeah. the more at risk you are. Absolutely. Or at least the more Absolutely. they see you so as one of the risky. hacks. One of the hacks you can do, and I did this when I was trying to buy a house, they said the score was temporarily poor because of the high usage. I called my bank, it was Barclays, and I said, Barclays, increase my limit. So what they did was they increased my limit. Let me just use an example. If it was 3,000 pounds, I had used 2,800. Mm. So the usage was in the 90 percent percentile. So what I said was, increase it to 10,000 pounds. And they increased it to 9,000. Wow, you, you are given a lot of hacks. Are you me? That's God, a free man. hack for you guys. Mm. Went and the usage went down to 20% or something like that. Oh, I see. And I paid Experian to refresh mm -hmm. it because you can pay for them to refresh the files okay. faster so that the banks that I'm trying to get a mortgage from yeah. can see that faster. Wow. Now, so that's Godman, I did it. Godman, that's a lot. That's more than enough I wanted you to share today. Yeah, that's wow. Free. That's you free. know, that is totally free. And you know, it, it, it's, it comes back to this principle, right? Mm. You never use up all you have, yeah. right? You yeah. always have to think about yes. whatever I have, I have to have a portion of yes. it saved or used somewhere else. And I like something that you shared. Yes. And I want you to end on this note, right? If, if we're talking about usage, mm. I have 20,000. Yeah. I have 200,000, mm. right? Mm. Uh, access right. to finance yeah. right which the bank can loan me on a credit card yeah for yeah. example yeah. the key right yeah to not be worse off yeah is to make sure that i don't use up 180,000, for Absolutely. example Absolutely. because the guy who has 600 but yeah. yes uses only 50 or 100 yes. is much better off than i am absolutely. even though i have 200 yes absolutely that is amazing yeah. so now that logic shares around sharing yes. and partitioning stuff yes there was something you shared which was a principle mm. is similar to the 80 no no is it 70 70 yeah. 30 10 or something rule yes that yes. is well known yeah yeah i want you to share on that yeah. so smart budgeting how yeah. do i make sure that i budget well there sure. was a framework you shared sure what what um what it's actually called is they call it the 50 30 20 rule mm -hmm. right you can google it 50, 30, 20 rules. invented in the US by a lady. She was a housewife. She thought, how can I manage my money better? And she created this rule. Mm -hmm. At Gold Pennies, we created a more customized version of that, what we call um, the smart budget principles, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's still the 50, 30, 20, but we've broken it based on how we live personally. Mm -hmm. So what we said was, we said 55% of our income should go to necessities. Okay. Necessities like mortgage, rent, mm -hmm council tax those are fixed payments that you have to pay okay. subscription then 10 percent should go to long-term savings mm. consistently long-term savings 10 percent after that should go to what we call play mm. we're humans we have to enjoy we have to mm -hmm. enjoy shake body small mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that 10 that that 10 percent is on my me going out mm. taking you out now we'll go for a drink mm -hmm. afterwards mm -hmm. and all this that's 10 percent play Okay, mm -hmm. budget that. A lot of people, you'd be surprised, don't budget that. Yeah. Okay, so you need to budget that. Then the other 10% is on short-term savings. So it's on, you know, um, something you want to invest in over a short time yeah. for emergencies. Would you say short-term maybe about 18 months? 12 months. 12 yeah, months. 12 okay. months. Okay. 18 okay. months okay. if you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But essentially, it's, it's that buffer 
for any short-term short emergencies, term. Okay. Uh, okay. anything unforeseen outside mm-hmm. your budget. Yeah. Then 10%, this is for me, we say, I'm a Christian, we say 10% give. Mm-hmm. So 10% um, as a tithe mm-hmm. to church or for charitable courses, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. non-Christians give that. Or zakat for, for, mm-hmm. for Muslims. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we say 5% on education. Now that 5% is on investing in yourself. I like that. Right? So Attending people, conferences. Yeah, coming to the Gold Pennies events, oh, paying yeah. for those. Another plugin. Uh, <laughs> shameless. Godman, you're so shameless with this plugin. You know, mm-hmm. um, or, or investing in a, some, some kind of workshop or school or mm-hmm. going back. You're very good at that. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, one, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, one thing that mm-hmm. attracts me to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you invest in yourself mm-hmm. and you invest in your family. Yeah. That makes up 100% of your income. Wow. I like right? that. Okay. So, so 55% necessities. Yeah. 10%, 10% long-term, long-term savings, 10% short-term play. savings, yep. um, 10%, 10% play, yep. and 10% then, give, uh, 10% give, and, and then 5%, 5% education. education. 100%. Wow, that yep. is amazing. Godman, I wish I can hold you much longer. I know you've got to run yep. uh, because you've got a train to catch. Um, you know, one thing that stands out from all this stuff that you're saying as well for me is that you have to equip yourself with the needed information, yes. right? yes. These things are not rocket science. The yeah. rich get richer. It is not by mistake yeah. that they get richer. Yeah. Um, Bill Gates has retired from Microsoft for, for, for God how long, you know, yeah. and he's done what he's done. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And one thing we need to shift from, especially if you're from the black minority uh, you know, right. background, yeah. right? Yeah. Or let me say specifically if mm. you're Nigerian, <laughs> it is this thing of I Niger. cannot use credit. Mm or I cannot leverage on mm. credit yes. because this world system is framework. It's a framework. It's there. Yes. You can go faster by using someone else's money, yes. even if you have all yep. the money in the world. Yep. Yep. So this is one of the things that really stands out for me. And I, yep. and I hope to join you at the next event. Uh, I really appreciate it. One minute. Is there any last word you want to share before you got to run? I'll just close with this. This is based on UK statistics. The Office of National Statistics is the ONS, well-respected in the UK, well-respected in the UK. Uh, they did a study and they, saw, they found that the average person in the UK, by the time they're 50, would have spent, spent one million pounds. Average person, million pounds. So we all have earning capacity in I the like UK. That. All have. How we use it is what matters. And this is what I'll say. We always think about what is our income. We want more income. We never think about what's our outcome. So what I'll say is, live within your means. Mm-hmm. How can you do that? Today, after you listen to this podcast, count, list all your assets, list all your liabilities, do a maths, assets minus liabilities. If you're in the negative, you need to, you need to live within your means. Make those changes. That's the and first call thing. gold pennies. I personally, I did that. I grew up mm-hmm. in London. I love London. When I found that the type of house I want to buy in London mm-hmm. is in the millions, I made the right choice. Mm-hmm. So live within your means. Then the last thing is, ask yourself in this 2020, what diet am I on? Mm. What do I mean by that, John? What diet? I call it, are you on the chicken or the steak budget? (laughs) Some of us, Mm -hmm. some of us, we're living on steak budgets, Mm -hmm. right? That's our diet. Okay, mm-hmm. but our income is the chicken budget. Okay, <laughs> so, so stop eating steaks <laughs> stop when eating all steak. you can afford is chicken wings. Chicken wings from KFC. The humble chicken. Go and humble yourself. <laughs> I'm not, I won't tell you something. Do something I haven't done. I, I did that, that myself. Mm-hmm. I was living a steak budget before yeah. steak lifestyle. Yeah. I moved to the chicken budget. Mm-hmm. 
In fact, it was borderline vegetarian yeah. at one point. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Yeah. So I wanted to buy a house. Mm-hmm. So I had to make those right lifestyle like choices. Like so that. ask yourself today, what budget are you on? Yeah. And, you know, let's, let's end on that note and also wrap this up, right? Even if you are a millionaire at the moment and you're trying to move to the next level, the same principle applies, mm. right? You cannot keep flying first class when you're trying to build an empire and you know that what you have cannot sustain that lifestyle but that's another sermon for another day (laughs) but thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate your time don't forget to follow me on social media godman what's the gold pennies uh social media handle again it's just gold pennies okay so just gold on instagram on twitter on linkedin yeah that's it so make sure you follow them and don't forget to follow me as well till next time remember as i love to say be inspired live inspired and stay inspired stay inspired thank you all right